You are listening to the Omelette Radio Podcast on OmeletteRadio.com. Welcome to another podcast. It's Omelette Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. It's a beautiful day in northern Michigan right now as I record this podcast. It is beautiful, sunny, and I don't know what the temperature is, but it's in the slow 60s. It's uh, autumn in northern Michigan. It's October. It's been a while since I checked in with you guys, so let's get right into it and let's uh, catch up a little bit. First of all, before when I left you guys... Um, Rick Okasik of the Cars had passed away. That's why we open up with some cars today. And uh, man, it really hits me heavy because growing up outside of the Boston area, you know, I grew up with the Cars. There's other bands from Boston, but they were coming up when I was uh, coming of age. Uh, you know, Aerosmith came to be in the early 70s. I totally missed that because I was born in 1970. But uh, the cars were emerging in 78, 79, 80, and then especially a little later on when I was in high school, it was, um, I believe, Heartbeat City, and uh, that was uh, Magic, and um, uh, you know, what's the, yeah, that's the tune where the video, he's walking on water on the swimming pool, absolutely fantastic. I'm a huge Cars fan, so that was the soundtrack of my high school days, and I think it was for a lot of people, but I was right there in the Boston area. Never saw the Cars live, although I've seen them perform many times. You know, I'm a YouTube addict, and I've seen pretty much every all the YouTubes uh, ever out, out there, 
And uh, the cars are a little bit of a bland band uh, when you see them live. I mean, they sit there and they play their instruments. You know, they're not running around on stage. They're not wearing, well, maybe they are wearing weird outfits. But uh, just love the cars. And rest in peace, Rick Okasik. It's just, uh, you know, and that leads me to my next subject, which is... uh, I just hate to perpetuate rumors, but I really feel that this one is true. Again, it's uh, unsubstantiated rumor, but from every person that I've listened to and all the research that I've done and all the fingers seem to be pointing towards Eddie Van Halen being sick to the extent of and and I've I've heard this through Eddie Trunk, which is a respected uh, rock radio journalist, uh, talk show host. I mean, this guy's not, you know, and he he does preface by saying it's only a rumor, but he's heard it from many many sources. And I just uh, he, look Eddie Van Halen being sick to the extent of him not wanting to leave his house and uh, not putting out a statement. There's been no. Uh, Van Halen has not put out any statements in uh, a couple of few years. Uh, David Lee Roth is doing his residency in Las Vegas. He's been holding out, waiting for Van Halen. He told people in a bunch of uh, uh, press he's done recently that um, he's heard the Eddie Van Halen rumors. He he said, that's Eddie's story to tell. That's not my story to tell. He goes, now looking forward I'll be the face of Van Halen, and I'm going to be the one doing these songs and uh, hitting the road. He's doing a Vegas residency early next year. Oh, man, that's uh, that's a heavy one. I mean, Rick Ocasek hit me pretty good, but the Eddie Van Halen is, uh, you know, he is an absolute god to me. And for a lot of people that ever picked up the guitar. I mean, there's Jimi Hendrix, and then... You know, a lot of people would say Eric Clapton, and of course, that's one of uh, Eddie Van Halen's biggest influences. But for me, in my generation and and the time that I grew up and and the friends that I had, I mean, it was just Eddie Van Halen worship every single day of our lives. And to think that he would be... uh, (laughs) It's just a tough one to swallow, guys. I, I don't know... If I walked into a bar, which I may in a little while, um, and I said, hey, did you guys hear that Eddie Van Halen might be sick? People are like, oh, really? I don't know. You know, like, I don't think it's a big, it's like, life cannot go on without Eddie Van Halen on the on the planet. Does anybody realize that? I mean, that's how much he meant to me. I mean, every day, Van Halen, Van Halen, I'm the biggest fan. People say, were you a Dave guy? Were you a Sammy guy? I'm an Eddie guy. I, I just like the whole thing. I, I never really got into Gary Sharon. In fact, I don't think I've ever even listened to that album, although I'm a huge, huge Extreme fan. Talking about growing up outside of Boston, and I've, I saw Extreme before anybody knew who they were. They were playing the club scene in Boston. My friends, again... It stems from Eddie Van Halen because Nunu Betancourt, and I don't want to get too guitar geeky, and I'm not an, ins- uh, you know, you guys you guys know that I don't play an instrument, I don't know how to play the guitar, I have a guitar, I know a couple of chords, but it's just never, it never came to me, I mean, I tried and tried, but it's just, uh, okay, Nunu Betancourt, highly influenced by Eddie Van Halen, I love Nunu Betancourt, I mean, it's that kind of guitar style, 
uh, the two finger tapping, the songs, man, the songs, the Van Halen songs. And it's like I'm eulogizing Eddie Van Halen right now, which I don't want to really do. I I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't think everybody's listening to what the omelet thinks uh, as far as uh, Eddie Van Halen's fate is, but it's just been on my mind and I wanted to say something and I, I do believe that there is some validity to it. I really do. I mean, uh, you know, again, Eddie Trunk talking about it. And then there's this other guy that his name is AJ Benza. And if you guys are really, if you guys are hardcore like I am about, he came on, AJ Benza is a, uh, what, what can you, he's a, he's a gossip columnist in the world of entertainment. So he has a podcast and you can look him up, AJ Benza. He came out and said, Eddie Van Halen is going to die. And it's sad, you know, like it's a matter of fact. And it's, nobody really knows. There's been no official announcement, but he says through inside information, the guy knows people in New York, knows people in Hollywood, knows just like uh, Eddie Trunk does. So I'm listening to these guys and based on that and based on my internet searches, and I listened to this AJ Benza podcast and he was eulogizing Eddie Van Halen on his Oh, God, I hope it's not true. I really do. I, I'm going to listen to some Van Halen. I, you know, from the first album, 1978. I don't have notes in front of me, people. And, oh, <laughs> ADD's kicking in. Did you just hear that? I listen to an audiobook. I don't read books, but I love that there's audiobooks, so I listen to a lot of them. And if you guys have any suggestions, I'm always looking for a good rock uh book to listen to especially if it's uh from one of like not the biographies i love the autobiographies i'm trying to get through the bruce springsteen uh book right now which he by the way narrates it which is incredible but he goes into so much detail that like i'm i'm trying to stay with it but i just sometimes he goes down the rabbit holes and i'm just like bruce i'm not with you man you got to move it along stop describing every single uh, aspect of the house that you grew up in. Although it's int- probably interesting to a lot of people. But the book that I listened to recently, and, and, and considering Van Halen, there is a book by their former manager. His name is Noel Monk. And the book is called Running with the Devil. And he was, he started off as their tour manager in 78. He quickly became their manager. Uh, handling all their affairs. He went on tour with them every single year. He negotiated their deals. He made them millionaires, even though they were destined for that anyway. But the book is interesting. Coming from this guy, I mean, it's kind of a tell-all book. And I don't think some of the members would be too happy with him. In fact, uh, at the end of the book, he says he ran into David Lee Roth, and David Lee Roth is uh, not on speaking terms. Like, Uh, You'll have to listen to the book. I highly recommend it, along with uh, Steven Tyler's book and Joe Perry's book. Steven Tyler does not read his book. Uh, Joe Perry does. And I think Joe Perry's book is a little better than uh, Steven Tyler's. It's just a little more uh, insightful. Steven, uh, let me tell you about this book. See, the ADD is kicking in. I apologize, people. I know some people are entertained by that. Oh, and I just had another... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just had another thought. This podcast is going to close with Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer is a very 
a popular comedian and she was in Traverse City about three or four years ago and I got a chance to interview her when she was part of the Traverse City Comedy Festival put on by Michael Moore and uh, organized by Doug Benson. They had it in the middle of the winter. The Traverse City Comedy Festival had gotten canceled for a couple of few years since then, and now it's going to be back this coming winter, and I'm really looking forward to that. So Nikki Glazer came, and we're in the Park Place Hotel. We're set up in the lobby. The elevator opens, and we grab the guests. So I will close this podcast with my interview of Nikki Glazer, who is on top of the world right now. She has uh, been not like this week she was on Jimmy Kimmel she was on Conan she just put out a Netflix special she uh, is everywhere and uh, another thing that she recently did oh yeah the Alec Baldwin uh, Comedy Central roast Uh, she was one of the people on the roast and she's just on top of the world right now at the time she was a much lesser known comedian and this was three or four years ago so we'll close out the podcast with that let me get back to the Van Halen uh, book written by Noel Monk. Uh, incredible book, people. I'm, I swear, if you guys get a chance, listen to it, read it. I don't know if you have the attention uh, to read about Van Halen, but it is a rock and roll rock star, you know, uh, backstage pass into their lives for those years, 1978 to uh, 84. So you had 1978, the debut album. You had 1979, Van Halen 2 incredible incredible uh albums and then i think they just get better with uh women and children first in 1980 1981 was fair warning and to get the insight on some of these uh records like they were very worried about uh fair warning that it was not selling well they ended up having to do this thing where they paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to get extra spins on uh, FM radio all over the country which I thought was highly illegal and I think it is but there's you know there was described in the book very very interesting so fair warning which I think was the most the like their best album artistically um, just didn't do as well I guess it's more of a darker album it doesn't have as many pop hits on it but I love Mean Street so this is Love Unchained uh Sunday Afternoon in the Park. Uh, What else is on there? Uh, Hear About It Later. I mean, I'm just obsessed with Van Halen, and as a kid I was too, so... Whatever you grow up, whatever you grew up on, and for me it was definitely Ted Nugent and Van Halen and Sammy Hagar and Aerosmith and you know just the greatest rock and roll of all time. The Cars, obviously, and so uh, I'm just a little out of sorts. I apologize, people, but I I could go on all day talking about Van Halen. But it is Friday. I will move on. We'll monitor the Eddie Van Halen situation. I um. I'm getting a text message from the Sun King. He wants to have cocktails with me today. Two o'clock cocktails. Where at? Okay, Sun King, I'll text you right back there, buddy. Uh, Today, what is on my schedule for today? Oh, I want to go see the Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and I believe Robert De Niro was in that. The trailer looks incredible, and what makes me even more (laughs) excited about this movie is that they're worried that people are going to do something at the movie theater. So in New York City, at least, they're heightening security around the theaters, which, you know, I mean, there's psych, psychos out there that I hope this doesn't trigger anybody. 
but um, I just I like the fact that <laughs> I I don't know maybe that's my sick mind like I just there there's extra tension around this movie like so it's got to be good I love a good sick twisted movie I want to see it you know these are horror movies it's a movie people you don't shoot people for real if there's a guy shooting people on the uh, screen just ridiculous. But anyway, heightened security, people are going all up in a tizzy, so I'm just feeding right into it. And the, and again, the, the trailer looks incredible. Hopefully I will get to see it this weekend. If not today, I was going to go to a, to a matinee today, but I if Sun King wants to have cocktails, I might have to do that. Baseball playoffs, I'm super excited about baseball playoffs. I won't go on and on because I'm sure a lot of people are not, but I just love it. None of my favorite teams are in there. But I think I'm going for the Nationals, Every, anybody but the Yankees. So go Twins. That game is this afternoon. And um, I just love it. I love the – in every one of these cities, and these games were not planned. Some people just made it to the playoffs. They put the tickets on sale and the games the next day. 40,000 people are packed in there. Uh, you know, with the HDTV, you could do some uh, – like it's more than just the game. You know, the players are living out their dreams. The fans are all packed in there. You could do some people watching. I mean, with the, the way that the TV screens are, and I don't have an enormous TV, but what is it, a 50-inch TV? You see everything. You know, and there's 72 camera angles. Um, you know, it's just, it's exciting. And I watch every October, and I will watch through the World Series. So if you're a big baseball fan like me, I'm watching right there along with you. Also, tonight, if I don't have too many cocktails with Sun King today, and of course I'm going to take a, a Lyft or an Uber or whatever, I've I've invested too much money into cabs and Ubers and things over my life to get a DUI at this point, DUI at this point, so I am definitely always careful, but if I am able to, uh, there's Jim Neff is giving a, 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 a talk in Cadillac tonight. So if you get this on Friday afternoon, Friday evening, and you could make it to Cadillac, Michigan, just the incredible story of Kiss coming to Cadillac in 1975 is going to be revisited with Jim Neff uh, tonight. So there's a Facebook event page for that. Uh, Kiss came to Cadillac to... Uh, uh, give some uh, you know to support the high school football team at the time Jim Neff was the assistant coach at the time he's the one that was the the go-to man for Kiss coming to Cadillac he wrote them and corresponded with the band the band said we want to hear updates on the scores and then they had down, announced a Michigan date and they had a day off the day after or something and they and Jim Neff said hey why don't you come to Cadillac they threw a parade and boy did they come to Cadillac they played in the gymnasium they landed on the football field in a helicopter they had a parade the city council was all in kiss makeup there's an espn 30 for 30 it's one of the greatest rock and roll stories of all time and uh years ago i got a chance to uh speak to paul stanley and gene simmons both about the uh appearance maybe some i'm sure some people remember those interviews there's just uh very incredible. Kiss coming to Cadillac. That's at 7 o'clock tonight. I believe at the historical building in Cadillac. You just have to look up the event page if you can make it. And I would certainly like to make it. I've gone to these 
uh, these talks that Jim Neff has had, and they're they're just fantastic. And he's it couldn't be a better guy, and just uh, you know he's carrying on the tradition. He's telling the story. He never tires of it. It's I never tire of hearing about it. I to walk the halls of Cadillac High School and to be in the gymnasium and to be at the. Uh, to the at the football field and to see the the monument that they put up it's just really incredible every rock fan should go and see this and know that story is just absolutely awesome okay so uh wrapping up the podcast happy friday everybody um if uh most fridays i can't say this for sure about today i, I don't know what i'm doing hour to hour but um, if you guys ever want to meet up for cocktails, I'm usually at the Regal Beagle, which is also known as the Mackinac Brewery, downtown Traverse City on Friday afternoons, usually around 1.30, 2 o'clock. I mean, don't hold me to that, but it's uh, usually what I like to do. And Julie Goodwin is usually there, my former co-host, and uh, just a bunch of great people, great friends. And we take a couple hours of our busy lives and catch up a little bit, have a couple of brews on a Friday. So you guys have an awesome weekend, and thank you for listening to the podcast. I have a lot going on. I will give you more updates and and uh, be more frequent with these podcasts. I love doing them. I love giving you guys the information and what's on my mind. We're going to roll into the Nikki Glazer interview, I believe from 2015, and it was February. And again, she's on top of the world now, but I remember that she came on our podcast. The elevator door opened in the lobby of the Park Place Hotel, and she came walking out. Uh, no makeup. Uh, you know, she's, <laughs> she was uh, definitely doesn't look like she looks when you see her on TV, but she is a beautiful woman, and she is just couldn't be a funnier comic. I highly recommend watching her uh, special on Netflix, which just came out this past Tuesday. Again, good for her. Isn't that amazing? The, the Traverse City comedy festival you know there's so many big names that have come through there and i'm just glad it's back and it's coming this february and of course uh, i'll be all over that so uh okay welcome to october happy bo- happy bow hunting season uh go see kiss and cadillac all right i'm repeating myself you guys have an awesome uh, week and i'll check in with you very soon here on the cast and uh, again nikki glazer let's close out with some van hill and then we'll go into the nikki glazer right here on omelet radio thanks you guys have an awesome uh whatever you're gonna have a podcast for the people lives at omeletradio.com Shut down the time, drive us away.
awesome. Thank you, Nikki. Awesome. We can ask for anything better than Wow, I just woke up. Hello. Nikki, hi. I'm sorry to, uh, I mean, we're stalking uh, you guys. It's by being... so funny. You're in the lobby of our hotel, and it's, why are, Why isn't anyone here? We're pouncing on whoever comes through that elevator. So thank you. Hey, that's a big weekend, huh? What do you think of our fair city? Are it you is at... awesome here. Are you... <laughs> I lo- Everyone's making fun of the cold, but I mean, I was I was in Canada last week. I, I can I can deal with it. I'm from St. Louis. Right. We get pretty harsh winters there. You have a you have a coat. I have a coat. Yeah. In St. It's, Louis, it's it, not as big of a deal. I have to walk a couple blocks to a theater and to get to do comedy. It's not it's not too bad. Right, and you get to hang out with Michael Moore. Judd Apatow is here. Do you yes, know? I I know both of them Does from he, the television and Judd, movies. Judd Apatow is uh, he's doing stand up now. We don't know him as a stand up, but he is. I, I guess do. That's, and uh, what, what, what's he, he like? He used to do it. He used to do it. He started in stand up back in uh, the eighties, and he was on TV. He was in HBO comedy specials and stuff like that. People right. don't know that, but uh, yeah, I he's really treating it like he's back in it, which is really uh, commendable, I think, because uh, it's scary to get back into it after you've been gone so long. Right. I mean, it, I take a week off and I feel like rusty. It's right. it, it really is. Uh, it's like going to the gym. You got to do it all the time, and so. Uh, uh, he's he really um, he's been hitting the clubs and just uh, kind of slumming it like the rest of us comics a right. lot. And that's the thing. I mean, because this guy is uh, probably upwards of one, probably worth over a hundred million dollars with I all of his movie so. success. Yeah. And then uh, to be going back to you know to do clubs or uh, probably doing theaters, but um, that's pretty amazing. I can't wait to see him. I mean, it was sold out as soon as it went on sale. Yeah, he's really funny, and um, yeah, we know him as I'm actually in a movie of his that is coming out this summer, Trainwreck. Trainwreck yeah. with Amy, Amy Schumer. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How much of a role do you have? I have a, I have a couple scenes. Yeah. Are you on with uh, Are you with LeBron James at any point? I am not. I did not get to be a part of that. But uh, Bill I Hader get, is also in the movie. Yes, I got to be in a scene with him. Yeah, he's awesome. It's about a girl that's, I guess, in New York City or a big city. Yeah, for, New York. And she's mm-hmm. living a life of um, decadence. Yeah. You know, uh, sleeping around, drinking, and she works for a men's magazine, Mm -hmm. and she's uh, made fun of falling in love, and I guess the love interest in this movie is Bill Hader. Yes, it is. Uh, He, yeah, that is, you know the movie. The trailer just came out. Yeah, it's so good. You should check it out if you haven't. It's it's a really funny trailer, and um, the movie is just hilarious. I'm I'm so excited about it. It's called Trainwreck. Yes. Uh, Nikki is playing uh, tonight at 7 p.m. along with uh, Ben. Bailey, and that's the guy from Cash Cab, right? Yeah. And also, um, Kurt Bronoler. How do you say his name? Kurt Bronoler. Bronoler. Yeah. And that's uh, tonight at the State Theater. Have you ever played? Uh, you probably played everywhere with the stand-up com- com- uh, uh, comedy, but the um, that's a uh, movie theater. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, yeah, I've done a couple places that do movies during the day, or like are usually movie theaters, and then they like convert into a club at night. There's like uh yeah there's a couple places like that it's cool uh, but this is the uh the motion picture association voted this the number one theater have you seen the inside of it no everyone's talking oh about God. it though i hear you can see like the ceiling is stars yes it's stars and uh they like kind of glisten and then there's an up uh, balcony it's uh, i guess the original they tried to restore it as much of the original 1930 something oh theater, that's cool like they used to have and michael moore is all responsible for that oh yeah we had dinner with him last night all the comics uh 
that were in town already had dinner with him, and he is just a great person. Doug Benson was uh, was he there? Yes. I saw he tweeted that he was in Traverse City. Yeah, Doug was there. Now, Nikki, tell me about um, life on the road. I mean, for a, a stand-up comedy guy that's single, I don't know what is your marital status. Are you single? I am. Uh, well, maritally, I am single, but I have a boyfriend. Okay, and is he here with you? Maritally, uh, no, he is not. He <laughs> doesn't Valentine's- go with me. Valentine's weekend? You know, uh, I don't care about Valentine's Day. I really, I am one of those girls, and I know that it's... Can we get a round of applause? Thank you. I mean, all I want from him is a text or an email, like, telling me how he feels about me, which he does all the time anyway, but, like, as long as he acknowledges tomorrow that he loves me, then that's fine. Yeah, honestly. text fine? Yeah, yeah, we we get some good stuff done on text, nice. and I and I think a lot of girls say that they don't like uh, they don't like Valentine's Day, but then they actually do expect something. But of course, we don't give each other gifts for Christmas or Valentine's Day, like awesome. we because it's too much pressure. It, but we like to give each other gifts and tell each other that we love each other on when we're when we're driven to do so by our feelings, not by a date. If you were not in the if you were not involved with your boyfriend and uh, being on the road, see now. For a guy, I would imagine that's like a prime opportunity for social. Uh, oh yeah, for I mean, I, but for a woman, you don't. You don't. Uh, it's one of the uh, driving factors that uh, I wouldn't say most, but many uh, male comics get into the business because it is like a. I know many awesome. male comics that are like, I can't talk to women unless they've seen my act. Like they have to have seen me perform and kill it on stage before I can s- approach them. And if they still want to be with me after that, then no, uh, no, no. Then that's when they want to be with you because. A girl is watching a guy on stage and she's like wow he's commanding the whole room yes he's so funny he's cool he's up there he's like the center of attention i mean there's no one more attractive to a woman than a guy who is like the center of attention and like powerful and all those things and so you walk off stage feeling like a king if you've killed um but as a woman it's not the same thing. I mean, there are certain guys that are drawn to the, a powerful, cool, yes. funny chick. Yeah, I think it's really hot. I mean, I was... Uh, Thank you. Not only are you a very attractive woman, but watching you command a theater, like on the YouTube clips and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Do you mind that your stuff is out there on, on, on uh, YouTube? Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, unless it's new material that you haven't presented. Yeah. A, like old stuff that's on an old I special. know. I'm really... Uh, there's some stuff on YouTube. The most the stuff that has the most hits is like eight years old. I mean, it was like when I first started. So it's the, some of it is a little bit of embarrassing. Like, Oh, I'm so much better now. And that is the clip. The comedy club chooses to show to promote my shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's only my fault. I've just been bad about putting things out there because I like to, I, I feel I'm very self-critical. And so I just, I, it's never good enough for me to put it out yet. I'm only as good as my last show. Are you only doing tonight? Do you have a, uh, no, I have a, but both my shows, shows are sold out at the this moment I think but I'm uh, I'm doing a show tomorrow with uh, Moshe Kasher at the yes uh, you're old, gonna be at the uh, Old Town Playhouse yes that's, that's an cr- awesome place yeah and I'm also doing Doug Loves Movies tomorrow there nice. as well at 420 I'll be yeah. there cool yeah it's and, gonna be uh, fun and so you reside in uh, Los Angeles I actually live in New York City oh no kidding yeah yeah and is that where Bill Maher is as well I'm just I trying am, to find out I think Bill is in uh, Los Angeles right yeah right. I'm almost certain of that did um, they fly you yeah, private? They, that's Did where they, they fly you private here? 
<laughs> it's a tough place to get to. You got to transfer. It really you know? is. Uh, no, I think Judd is coming in private and Bill is as well. But I uh, no, I do not have that kind of money, nor does I think <laughs> the festival care about me being here that much. Nick, well, but, it's so cool of you to stop by and say hello to us real quick because yeah. your shows are sold out. So there's nothing to promote. Well, but I would say like, fans. well, here's the thing. I think that if the shows are sold out, I mean, I know that everyone on this festival I'm personal friends with them uh, these shows are amazing there's a show with Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legero. they are um, I'm going tonight yeah they're dating and t- and they they are both two of the funniest comics you will see Natasha is so hilarious and then Moshe I'm doing a show with tomorrow uh, I st- he is wonderful but it's just going to be interesting to see a couple go back to back and do and, comedy and so I'm, check I'm, out that one I'm like everybody else just wondering what Natasha's doing with a guy like Moshe she's like kind of slumming it with him right oh you think so I don't is he a good looking guy oh definitely he doesn't look like he goes after girls oh oh that's funny no I think um, <laughs> I, I mean here's the thing I, I think Moshe is a very attractive man and also he is uh, he's got that amazing voice and uh, he's so funny and so smart that um especially to uh you know people in comedy you just respect that he, so. he looks funny and that adds to it you know yeah i'm not ripping on the guy it's just you know Natasha clearly you kind of are but uh that is uh yeah and he looked and he, he made a i was watching another video of him and he was making women funny. love moshe he he look i'm sorry women love moshe I guess so. They I really mean, do. Great. I'm not, I have many a friend who's like, you know, Moshe. And then I have a gay friend who texts me every time he thinks he, I'm in a picture with Moshe. He's and it's like, non- tell Moshe I love him. Non-threatening uh, guy. Hey, uh, Nikki Glazer is here. <laughs> and uh, thank, you. You, thank you so much for uh, thank stopping you. by. Thank and you. Thank our- you for being in the lobby of my hotel where I literally <laughs> crawled out of bed and put on a poncho and came down. Hey, it's check amazing. out Nikki, especially uh, the tickets that are still available that she's part of is uh, Doug Loves Movie. And that's going to be tomorrow at the Old Town Playhouse at 420. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nikki. You're Thank the best. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Guys. Sorry to bother you. No. And, uh, nope. You came to me. Hey, Nikki Nikki Glazer, uh, check out her uh, social media. Do you have a website or is it uh, all about Nikki the Twitter? Nikki Glazer is Twitter at Nikki Glazer. And then uh, Instagram is at uh, Nikki Glazer. G-L-A-S-E-R. Yeah. N-I-K-K-I. Excellent. Thank you so awesome. much, Nikki. Thank you. All right. Hey, it's Omelette and Friends. We're broadcasting live down here in the lobby. We're stalking the comedians as they come off the elevator.